Thanks for starting it off here with us on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. Good morning. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. How are we doing today? We're doing great. We're doing great. Jen, how are you? Okay, so Jen's Pelicans are playing at Lakers tonight. And without Zion, they're three and a half point underdogs. So I think you should give her the three and a half points so she can get her whatever it was, king, king cake no, back or no. beignets or whatever it was. She will get no king <laughs> cake, no jambalaya, no, no. etouffee, no boudet. Three and a half. LeBron back. is expected to play, and I think you should give her the three and a half. Well, we're going to talk about it later. He might only play like 10 minutes. Oh, please. You, you know how I did what? He'll play 40 minutes. Then you see it. You hating. You hating yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> I'll make telling. my own jambalaya, gentlemen, yeah, but okay. I'll take some of that Club Shay Shay juice. <laughs> Okay. When my Pelicans win tonight. Okay, deal. Guys, let's start with this topic right here because LeBron James, yes, very interesting discussion. He's averaging over 36 minutes a game this year. That's seventh most in the NBA, according to a report from Dave McMenamin. Some in the Lakers organization. Guys, they're worried LeBron's playing too much. He's getting run into the ground. LeBron has set out, yes, the last three games. But Skip, as you mentioned, Darvin Ham says he expects LeBron to play tonight against my Pelicans. Oh, goody. Aren't I glad? Shannon, do you think the Lakers should reduce LeBron's minutes? How? Skip, he's playing 36 minutes, and they're losing. How do you play him less minutes and expect them to win? Skip, it's like, Brady, we should save more money. How, baby? We're already behind on the bills I got. Mm. How can I save when we're behind on the bills we got? So I got to pay to catch up. So what money are we going to save? Skip, you're what? What'd you say? There's six games under 500. Mm-hmm. You're six games under 500. Yep. You're playing him 36 and a half minutes. Oh, LeBron, we need you to play like 30 minutes, and win what? Mm. You losing, and he's averaging 30 points, eight and a half a rebounds, seven assists a game. Skip, he's playing these minutes because they're trying to win. Darvin Ham doesn't want to play him, but if the game goes to overtime and you've already played 36 minutes, Skip, you play the entire overtime, that puts you at 41. Yeah. If you play 38, 39 minutes and you play an overtime or a double overtime, now you're getting into the 44, the 48, 49 minutes a game. Mm. You're trying to win because you're trying to get yourself in contention to be either be in the play-in or the playoffs. Mm. So he doesn't have a choice. You've given up so much ground that this is this is the 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 place that you're in currently skip mm. i don't but hold on wait wait a minute what am i talking about lebron james says his schedule so why are they mad at darvin ham that was skip told me skip told me that lebron james checks in and out of game when he want to well shannon concurred no he could no yeah concur yes no shannon didn't concur skip it's really it's really this simple is that had they be, been 10 games, 15 games over 500, and you playing him this many minutes, Skip, you're right. Absolutely. You got some wiggle room. Skip, I got no wiggle room. Mm. You know, kind of like my suit. I have to sit here like a statue. Mm. I ain't got no wiggle room. Mm. I, know the, <laughs> I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. So this is where they are, Skip. They've given up too much ground to begin mm-hmm. with. They have no wiggle room. LeBron is going to have to log these minutes mm. in order for them. And, hell, you know what, Skip? You're playing in 36 and a half. You might have to go to 38 and a half to get yourself back in the game because you got 24 games left. You're probably going to need to go 16 and 8, 17 and 7 down the stretch mm. to give yourself a chance to make the play-in or playoffs. Mm. Okay, let's start with our premise here. This came from Dave McMenamin, who covers the Lakers for ESPN. He's on a podcast with my friend Brian Windhorst, and he said, and I quote, some of the people I speak to around the team, let's put it that way, were like, 
what are we doing here, playing him 40 minutes again? We're going to run him into the ground. <sighs> okay. The point is that, that he has some sort of mysterious foot ailment that yeah. has been plaguing him for much of his great run since his birthday on. Correct. December 30th, he took off. And over that period of time, he played almost 38 minutes a game for those games up till he passed Kareem. Yeah, 37 points. Okay. All right, so there we go. Okay, 38 minutes a game, yes. rounding up. And the, the point was, I, I can't draw a bead on, I can't put a finger on exactly what's wrong with his foot because sometimes they say it's his ankle, but I don't think it's his ankle. His I, I think it's something inside foot. the foot yeah. or the arch or yeah. some, something yeah. is bothering him. Yeah. But it's, it's plaguing him. It's not really stopping him until he passed Kareem. Right. And then he stopped. Well, I have to believe that part of stopping after passing Kareem was just emotional, psychological. He was spent. He was hell-bent to pass Kareem as soon as possible. That's why he went on that spree, on that spurt, after he turned 38 years of age mm -hmm. on December 30th at Atlanta with his mom and his wife in the front row. And he played some of the best basketball offensively of his career yeah. over that stretch. Yeah. And because it, it meant so much to him to pass Kareem, he seemed to put all his eggs in, so to speak, that basket, along with a lot of basketballs in that basket. Correct. And he passed him, and then he was pretty well shot psychologically and emotionally and spent for the fourth quarter against Oklahoma City, and, of course, they lost that game at home. Took a little bit out of it, and, and Anthony Davis said, I had a hard time celebrating because I was pissed off we were losing to the Oklahoma City right. Thunder. And remember, Skip, in that game, he only played 34 minutes. Okay, because he, he really didn't play much in the fourth quarter because mm -hmm. he didn't start the he fourth quarter. He didn't start quarter, the fourth, and he left with like two, he, three minutes he, left he, in the He fourth. did pull himself out, and, right. and I do believe – look – I've said this for five years, seven years, whatever. Yeah, he manages his own minutes because he deserves to. Let, let's be honest about it. He has earned the right to, to take himself in and out of games because it's who he's LeBron freaking James. Right. He's the face of that franchise. He's the face of this league. And he is now the all-time greatest scorer. He knows his body way better than Darvin Ham does or you or I or anybody right. else. He knows what's happening. Right. Is it to a fault that he's going to play himself because his primary goal this season was to pass Kareem? Yeah, I, I, I do believe that. I believe deep down his primary goal was not about winning basketball games, although that's certainly a goal, but the primary goal was to pass Kareem. But Skip, he was going to pass Kareem. Just based, just, if he had just done what he had done his entire career, he was going to pass Kareem. Now, would it have come this quickly? No. But we know he was going to pass Kareem, Skip, because we, we, we saw the way he had played. We, had saw no, we saw no reason no. to believe that he wasn't going to pass Kareem, considering that he averaged 30 last year. All right. I got it. But grand scheme of things, age 38, mm -hmm. year 20, as Jen pointed out, he averages the seventh most minutes in the NBA. It's 36.4 to be exact. Yes. Although for him, 36.4 is it's not that minute. many. Low because minute. of all of his 20 seasons, that now ranks 15th out of 20th in average minutes per game. Right. 36.4. So you can't say you're out of control, LeBron. Right. No, you're actually down a little bit right. from what you were. Even last year, he was 37 a, a game. So he's, he's down a touch from tick. last year. Mm -hmm. Okay, just a tick. All right, so I look at who's ahead of him. Siakam, I, I wouldn't have guessed Siakam this. Siakam played like 40 minutes. He just does, but he's, he's number one. 
And he's like 27, though. Okay. No, okay. Uh, he's 28. Okay. But Jason Tatum is second on the yeah. list. He's 24. Yeah. And Kyrie is next. He's he's getting yeah. up there. That surprised me a little bit. But right. he's playing high minutes. Van Vliet, play, the, the Toronto starters just play the whole yeah. game. Okay, that's just what they're – and they're not playing very well either. And then DeJounte Murray is up there. He's 26 years of age. Then – Sixth place is Luca in minutes played, 36.6, just a tick above LeBron. Well, Luca's 23 years of age. Yes. It, it feels like he's 33. <laughs> he, he, he carries himself more like he's 33 right. like, because he's played a lot of pro basketball. Right. But the point is, he's 23 and LeBron is 38, so right. he's 15 years younger right. and he's in sixth place and LeBron is in seventh place in minutes played. So you say, God, LeBron, it's, it's pretty crazy what, you, what you're doing. But it's actually just who he is. Right. And I do believe he targeted Kareem, and he accomplished that goal, and it was a great goal. It's like the all-time greatest goal to become the greatest scorer. And now the problem is, can you finish off this season by doing what you keep saying they will do, by taking off? Right. Well, now it's time to heave a big sigh of relief, regroup, refocus, recalibrate, and now here we go. We got some new pieces to our puzzle here. They got, I think, 10% better at yeah. the trade deadline. And it's time for LeBron to start actually playing with his new toys right. because he's, he's, he's got to figure out how to play with well, the new toys. Well, this is his last game before the break. Okay. He misses tonight, Skip. But here's the thing. And it, by the way, to that point, I, I will be surprised if he does play tonight, even though Darvin really? Ham indicated he would. Well, it's because if, if, if you miss one more, then you get a 16-day He's going to play in the lake. He's going to play an all-star game. A bit. Yeah. I, I would think he would be a bit, but I would think he would save up to do that because as the face of the league yes. and the new greatest scorer in the history right. of the league, you have to play a few minutes in the All-Star and game. And I think they might honor him at the All-Star okay, game. Okay, I'm sure they will. Okay, wouldn't you want to save up for that? I, I don't know. It just seemed like this is on a silver platter for him to say, okay. What's, I on, came, a silver, I, what's on a silver platter is what they did to us last week. We're going to get payback. Okay. We're going to get retribution. With the Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody's been doing it too. You got a lot of retribution uh, out there. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. And so we're so we going to have to play 36, 37, 38 minutes, okay. Skip. Because we're behind. Skip, it's not like we. I can see if we like. If we were 10 games over 500 and we say, you know what, LeBron? Hey, we're going to play you going into. For the, for the next 10 games, we're going to play you no more than 33 minutes, no matter what. But so let, so let, so let me get this right, Skip. Let's just say for the sake of the argument, tonight, Dar. Marvin Ham has told LeBron, we're only going to play you 34 minutes. 34 minutes no matter what. Okay, with four minutes left in the ball game, the game tied. LeBron, you met your, you met your minute quota, so you up out of there. You think that's going to happen? No. I, I don't think <laughs> no. I don't think Darvin Ham, as strong as he is, I don't think he controls LeBron's minutes. I think LeBron does. It, it's Skip, he wants to win. Okay, I got it. But for all the minutes that he has played, 36.4 yeah. per game, that has contributed to 26 and 32. Right. That is six games under 500. 26 so, and 32. So, they have led this league in underachieving this year. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you. But let's just say we sw- we we wipe three minutes off that that total. What's their record? I, I don't even know if it helps. It, it depends when he plays and how he plays and how he impacts the scoreboard. Skip, look no, at his numbers. Look okay. at look at what this plus minus is. Yep. Look at what they are when he's on the court and okay. look at when they're off the court. All right, I got it. But I'm going to say it again. Nine times this team, and to your point, that every game is close. I've never seen anything like it before. It doesn't matter. Great team, bad team, it doesn't matter. It will be a close game. Yeah. They play up to the level or down to the level of the opponent, Correct. and it will come down to the wire. Yes. Watch tonight. It will go down to the wire. Of course. That's, what, that's just, the way they play. That's the way they play. 
Nine times, I thought LeBron was in position to close games for them. And again, to your point, you you can't close every one of them. But nine, he failed to close or somebody failed to close or whatever. As still the best passer in basketball, you just have to figure out how to maneuver it, get it in position, and Magic Johnson it. You you just have to winning time it and figure out out how to get it home. But here's the thing with assists. You only get assists if the guy makes the basket. They have to make the I can pick okay. the, the prettiest pass in the world. Right. But if the guy blow the layup or blow the open shot, there ain't nothing I can do about that. Okay, I got it. But you are mired in 13th place right now. You are two games back of the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Portland Trailblazers, who wiped you out one night. And then and last got night blown out by the, at, at home, by the Wizards. At home, they got blown out. Again, they were back-to-back, but they were at home. Yeah. And you can't do that. Yeah. That, that indicates you're really not that good. They're not. Because they made a flurry of threes. Yeah, when, they had, they made, when you make 23 or, 40, <laughs> or 45 threes, okay. you're probably going to win the game, Skip. All right, so, uh, again, you're not going to catch Denver at the top, and you're probably not going to catch the Grizzlies in the second seed. Yeah, don't, th- look like we, don't look like we're going to catch uh, okay. Sacramento either. Okay, but Sacramento lost last night, so they are the three seed, and they are only six and a half games ahead of you. Well, I, I, again, mm-hmm. Is it pie in the sky to think you could catch them? Maybe not. We it's zeroed not in impossible. on the six seed. Okay. We got, well, we, it, we, that's the bullseye I, but, we got. But, but I've told you, this team has four seed written all over it because it's that good. It's LeBron James playing at the highest level we've ever seen a year 20 player play at. It's Anthony Davis when he is engaged. Uh, and I don't mean off the court. I mean on the court. Right. When, right. When, get, come on. He's, he's a top 10 player we on good. both ends of the floor, right? Yeah, we got and, good. And all your new pieces, D'Angelo, yep. right? Malik, and, Malik and, Beasley. Just keep shooting like you shoot, Malik. Well, Help he made, is on the way. He made five threes in the fourth quarter at mm-hmm. Portland the other night. And you know who leads the NBA and scored in the fourth quarter? Hmm. Really? You know who leads the NBA in games blown in the last five minutes? LeBron, the Lakers. LeBron the Lakers. Hey, see what you do? You see what you do now? Now it's blown. It's LeBron. 26, the Lakers. 26 and 32 is unfathomable to me. How, how can you with, with that much firepower? Hachimura, he's been a nice pickup. I got to tell you, he's pretty good, right? Yeah. Okay, so what's not to lie? But he's not, Skip, he's not, he's not life-saving. He's not no. game-altering. Okay, but you got a little bit better. They went out, and, and I'm going to say it again, addition by subtraction. From this point forward, you don't have to worry about all of Russ's turnovers, and you don't have to worry about Pat Bev's antics. And by the way, on his podcast, I guess it was yesterday, yeah. he's saying, what was wrong with the Lakers? Well, it's not basketball, it's not basketball, it's not basketball. It's other SH. And I'm like, what other SH? I, expand, please. Exactly. Expound. Yeah, you can't, right? you, can't, you can't open the door and not walk okay. in. Let right. us see what's going right. on. Okay. Well, he knows what's going on because he is high basketball IQ. So help us out. What's going on? I'm afraid Pat just didn't want to burn whatever bridge he's got left to another team in this league. Right? right? Okay. okay. So now I start looking at the schedule. So forget about tonight. Let's do the, the break into the All-Star break. Coming out of the break, here's what you got. You got Golden State at home, and I don't know when Steph is going to be back because they say he's got a lower leg injury, and I have no idea how bad it is. Some people think it's really bad. Some people think he might be back after the break. So we'll have to wait and see on that. When? Okay. At Dallas. When? Are you sure about that? Yeah. Okay, because you're real. You're way surer than I am about Luka plus Kyrie equals victory, right? They, they, they're two, they're our two better than their two. Okay. At Memphis. Uh. It's going to be tough. They're going to want to get, they gonna, they gonna gonna get back. Okay. At Oklahoma City, you would have laughed about this one, but I'm not laughing anymore. Yeah. 
they are going to be a tough out for well, you. We gonna get they them, love to play you. We're going to get them back just because Shea showed up with those red boots on last time he came to the crib. So, so he going to get, get okay. back for that. All right. And then I, I could go down the rest of the schedule. But here, here's the, the good news. Right now, your closing schedule is ranked only 22nd toughest, or you could look at it as ninth easiest, however yeah. you want to look at it. But, but the point is you still have two Dallas games. You got two Memphis games, you got two Phoenix, and, and KD is going to be be, yeah. be ready to rock on those. Then you got two Oklahoma Cities, you got two Golden States, with or without Steph, not sure. You got two Minnesotas, and you got one more against that team in the basement at the Crip that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Clippers, Lakers, Lakers, Clippers. But you got to deal with them one more, and it's they got to deal with us. It's your third to the last game. So you might be teetering on the brink we at that point. We ain't going to be teetering nothing. Okay. We're going to be we're gonna be smooth sailing. All right. So coming out of the break, you will have 23 games left. 23 games left. And I'm going to give you, because there, there's some easy ones in here. There's a Toronto. There's an at Houston. There's Orlando. There's two Chicago's. There's another one against Houston. There's we're gonna finish above two 500. Utah's. Two Utah's. I'm going right now. We're finishing okay. above 500 to make the playoffs. We're going to okay. be at least the sixth seed. Okay. So you've got to overcome a six-game deficit from 500. That no problem. No problem whatsoever. Okay, so with 23 left, could you win 15 and go 15 Didn't and I just eight? tell you we're going 16 and 7? 16 and 7, says Shannon Sharp. 16 and 7. I'll put two Ks of doing it right now. You know what? I, I would like to bet you, but I've been telling you all year, you should go 16 and 7. I, I think there are no more excuses. You got rid of Rush. You got rid of Pat Bev. What more do you want? You're, it, it, the decks are cleared. I want you to put Th- two this cases is it. On it. That's what I want. Huh? I want you to put two cases of do okay, on it. Okay, well, I, I can't because I don't want to bet against myself because my instincts are that they're even better than you think they are. I think they should finish in the four seed. They no. should get on a I don't roll. think you think that. I think you want to have know. some. I think you want to try to needle me no. and say, see, LeBron James, Michael Jordan would never. This guy would never. Well, Wait, did you just put Michael Jordan and LeBron James in the same sentence? First of all, LeBron, yeah. Michael Jordan was not playing. In year 20. Uh. And he stopped at 15. Well, but when he stopped. He, you, you he, saw, we he, saw when he stopped yeah. in Washington. Yeah. We saw those two years. No, but Let's we, not pretend they didn't happen. He, he stopped by making the, the game winning shot. No, he shot didn't. He came back six. in place. He no, came back. That's called ceremonial. That was not his ceremonial, yeah. huh? Yeah. Well, he should have been the grand marshal of that parade. Yeah. Okay, but he did that just on a lark, just because he likes the owner of the Wizards. I, I don't that's know. That's all he did. I know Lark is yeah. a bird. I know mm-hmm. she was an actress. Lark, uh, yeah. lark boy. You remember Lark? She was only one of them, Saved by the Bell or one of those. Yeah. I think that's what she was on. I think her name was Lark something. But anyway, Skip Bayless, yep. you try, yeah, I know what you're trying to do. What you try to do, and you, you constantly do this, you constantly say, oh, they're better than what, I, what you think they are. What you're trying to do is try to set me up. They're like, get on. It's like LeBron James, the great LeBron James, couldn't get his team in the playoff for the second consecutive year. That's what you're facing. That makes nothing. Okay. That will tarnish your reputation well, and your image. If, two, if those two seasons in Washington didn't tarnish Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. missing the playoffs ain't going to tarnish LeBron James. He had taken three full years off out of principle because his coach got off. shoved out the door. Skip. He came back, back to be the GM coach and star player of the Wizards. And he was bad at all And of they them. went 37 and 45 two straight years, it, and they did miss okay. the playoffs two straight years, was, was 37 he, and 45. Okay. As the GM, he, was he good? You realize 
37 and 45, you're, you're kind of on pace to be just about that kind of team right now. That's you what say, you look like. He came back as the coach. They won 37 games, so yep. that wasn't good. As the GM, we know the picks that he selected and the trades that he made wasn't good. Okay, he's it, proven to be the worst chooser of basketball players in the history of general managers. He is. He is that. I say it every time. I'm completely objective. He's also by far the greatest player who ever played this he game. He was. And he did he was not to mind. a kid was born in Akron, Ohio okay. on December no, 30th. He, he was so sure of himself that he didn't mind going ceremonial when he was a little out of shape at the end. He was 39 and 40 years of age. Nah, his last ain't no years. little. It's yeah. like being pregnant. Either you are, ain't no, I'm, I'm a little pregnant. Okay. Either you are pregnant or you're not. So either you're in shape or you're out of shape. Ain't no little out of shape. Is LeBron in the greatest shape of any 20-year player we've LeBron ever James seen? LeBron James might be in as good a shape as anybody that ever played the game. Forget okay. what year. All right, so you just closed the case. Here to go. Boy, they should be the fourth seed. When this is all said and done, they, you said 16 and 7. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go you one better. I think they should be 17 and 6 down the stretch. I'm, I'm predicting 17 and 6 I'm not for with you, Skip. LeBron you you freaking Snake. James. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, with Anthony I'm Davis. I'm not fooling with you, Skip. You got it all. What, what more could you like? Been at in, it. In, in a Western Conference that is begging for somebody to take it over. You like Joker whoa, 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 and I'm whoa, 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 like Joker. Hold on, why, why are they begging to take it over? You got the Clippers. Huh? The Clippers should take it over. Hey, last night, <laughs> last night in the third quarter, the Clippers looked like the best team in basketball. No, they didn't. Not in the West, in basketball. Did you see Giannis and Holiday? Yeah. Did you see what they did? Yeah, Giannis had a bad game last yeah. night. Yeah. I was disappointed. 38-13 is bad. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I want to have one of those if I was an NBA player. Missing eight free throws is sort of LeBron-esque. Whatever. Right? <laughs> and then Middleton, they ain't even got Middleton back. At huh. some point in time, Middleton going to get healthy the next no, two, he two played. Two. I mean, he, he don't look like himself, though. All right. All right. Well, Drew Holiday is a, is a superstar. <laughs> a superstar. Yeah. On both ends. I wouldn't go superstar, yeah. but no, I think he, he is. He's, a, he's an unsung superstar. That's no, he is. He, he's a star. Yeah. I okay. love me some Drew Holiday. Guys, back to tonight's matchup. A lot of question marks. Not only LeBron, Mo Bamba, will he make his Lakers debut? And for the Pelicans, C.J. McCollum also <laughs> battling an ankle injury. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. 
Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. You know, it's really interesting. The first five starting seasons for both Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, they match up really evenly. Both players reached three Super Bowls. Brady won three, Mahomes won two. Mahomes, though, has two regular season MVPs, and at this point in Brady's career, he had yet to win his first. Mahomes also has the edge in wins, passing yards, and touchdowns. Shannon, is Patrick Mahomes on his way to surpassing Tom Brady as the GOAT quarterback? I don't know if he'll surpass him, but I do know he's ahead of the curve. I know no player, no quarterback, whatever you want to label it. And I've heard a lot of people talking about what Troy Aikman had three in this many years, and Terry Bradshaw had this many. How many regular season MVPs did any one of those players have? Joe Montana didn't get an MVP until year 11. 89 and 90. People don't, people don't remember, Skip. Joe came into the league in 1979. He wore his first MVP in 89, his second one in 1990. Tom Brady didn't win an MVP until year 7 and year 11. Patrick Mahomes, both guys were in their 30s when they won their first MVP. Patrick Mahomes has won two MVPs and he's 27. Tom Brady won uh, 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 his first two Super Bowls. Tom Brady wasn't the MVP in both of those. Deion Branch was the MVP in the second one. In his first two Super Bowls, Skip Terry Bradshaw was not the MVP. Franco Harris, Lynn Swan. He won the MVP in the last two Super Bowls. So when you look at the curve, two regular season MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, led the league in passing twice, two 5,000-yard passing seasons, two first-team All-Pro, which a lot of these guys had never been an All-Pro at that point in time in their career. How can you say somebody had a comparable career to start than what Patrick Mahomes is doing currently? So to say, will he pass him? I don't know. But I do know he's ahead of the curve. No player has two uh, had two Super Bowls and two MVPs at the age of 27 in mm. the first six seasons. Mm. No player had led the league in passing twice, two 5,000-yard seasons. The wins, the come from behind skip. And we look at uh, – and you like going second-level stats. So mm -hmm. when you look at combined EPA, expected points added on defense and special teams over their first three Super Bowls, Tom Brady teams ranked second. Mm. Patrick Mahomes' team is ranked 27th. Tom Brady, in his first six seasons, he threw passes of 25 yards or more 144 times. Patrick Mahomes has thrown 243 passes. Mm. Come on. So he's ahead of the curve in which Tom Brady was on, in which he became legendary, in which he became iconic. Whatever status you want to use, goat, goatish. Patrick Mahomes is ahead of that curve, Skip. By any metric you use, Patrick Mahomes is ahead of the curve of the historically great players. Now, here's the thing, Skip. All the players that we talk about, Bradshaw, our colleague here, he can't add anything else. Montana, he can't add anything else. And Brady can't, well, we can't, shouldn't say it. We'll see. But as of currently, he can't add anymore. So you believe Patrick Mahomes is going to stay at the number of MVPs, the number of all pros, the number of this, the number of that, or do you believe he'll add? Mm. So with that being said, I think through first six seasons, I don't think anybody is comparable when you look at the totality. Now, if you just say Super Bowls, sure. Uh, uh, I think Aikman had three through his first six seasons. He came in in 89. So, yeah, he, he had six. He had three. 
Uh, you look at Bradshaw, I think Bradshaw threw his first six. I think he came in 70. So he had, he had two. But nobody, Skip, when you factor in regular season with the accomplishments in the regular season and the accomplishments in the Super Bowls, nobody's had a start like Patrick Mahomes mm. has. Yeah, just a week ago, you scoffed at the notion. You shot down any idea of Patrick Mahomes ever eclipsing Tom Brady because you basically said it's not even a fair fight. But it's not even fair to project. Hold on. But we let Jordan become the GOAT, and he doesn't have the most rings. He doesn't have the most MVPs. So why is it that's the standard for Patrick Mahomes? Does Jordan have the most regular season MVPs, or is that Kareem? Does he have the most titles, or is that Russell? Is that any of the great Celtics that played from Havlicek to Sam Jones to Bill Russell? Mm -hmm. So if we use that metric, if we say Jordan is the GOAT without the most regular season MVPs, the most uh, 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 titles, why must Patrick Mahomes surpass Tom mm-hmm. Brady in order to be greater than Okay, obviously, we always say about Michael Jeffrey Jordan that the era he played in, the competition was much tougher and keener than Bill Russell's competition in his era. Well, well, if that's the case, the guys that, that played in the 70s and 80s can say, well, Tom Brady played in the era where the quarterback was protected so heavily, he was allowed to do things that we didn't get afforded the opportunity to do. So are we using that? I haven't heard people say that. We're we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady basically crossing over in the same era, so they they got to play by the same rules, right? So it was a fair fight between those two. Oh, we think so? Yes, that's what we think. Now, hold on now. We also, we don't have any allegations of impropriety, of someone getting an unfair advantage. So what does Spygate play into that? So if we're going to use that argument of Barry Barnes and say he was tainted and yada, 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 or the deflated and, and look, the deflate gate, it is what it is. We'll never know. Was it? Was it not? I don't know. But I'm saying there is a level of allegation swirling around. One of them is factual. The other is circumstantial. So what is that way in at? Okay, remember, on the night in question, the AFC Championship game against the Indianapolis Colts, Colts when they were supposedly busted for using mm-hmm. underinflated footballs, right? right? What happened at halftime? They, they had to have they properly inflated, right? And in the second half, go look at the numbers Brady put up with a properly inflated right. football. Go look at what he did to Seattle in that Super Bowl in the fourth quarter with a properly inflated football. It had nothing to do with the inflation of the football. But I'm saying, Skip, just because you can – I've known people to do things inside of trading – get busted and then come back and do it the right way and make a ton of money. So to say, well, he made a ton of money legit doesn't mean that he didn't make some money in an ill-gotten means. Just because Tom Brady had footballs that was properly inflated and played substantially, played greater than he did with the underinflated football, that doesn't mean they weren't underinflated. That just means he's great and he played well with the properly regulated footballs. Okay, now it's my turn. Go ahead. This whole argument is complete blasphemy. I, I truly fear we're going to get struck by lightning coming down through the roof of the Tell me why through six seasons. Tell me why through six seasons. I don't care the about six seasons. But that's what they are. No, the, the point is Chad Henney might have won an MVP in Andy Reid's offense. No, he, he yeah. just might have. Every time he played, he just lit it up. He played no. against Jacksonville. He, lit, he went 98 yards. Stop. And I'm saying, let him have a whole season. He could win an MVP. Stop. I'm starting because – once again, everybody's being prisoner of one little moment on Sunday night. You got and, six years of moments. Okay, I, I don't care about the regular season. I care about when the money does get pushed to the middle yeah, of the not table. Not regular season doesn't matter. Okay, well, it, it just doesn't matter that much because Tom Brady played in an offense 
that was run-based for the first five or six years because, of his Skip, career. Because, you know why? Because Tom Brady wasn't the player that he later became. You had to play. You play. Coach Belichick did a great thing. He catered a system that catered to what Tom Brady did really well. Yes, Tom Brady is a great quarterback, Skip, but Tom Brady wasn't what Patrick Mahomes is out of the gate. Hmm. Well, Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick that even Bill Belichick didn't see coming, and it took Bill a long time. It took him five years to say, wait a second. I should actually cater to him instead of my running game. So, we should start throwing the ball. And by the time we got to 2007, you know what happened. Can I ask you a question? So if you believe if Tom Brady had thrown the ball all over the yard in that first Super Bowl, they beat the Rams. Well, I mean, it was his first year of starting, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so I just watched Jalen Hurts in his first year of starting playing the Super Bowl. And he played no, it was great. Good. This is his second year of right? starting. Well, I mean, in his first, his first year of actually getting to start. Yeah. So okay, go ahead. Last year. Okay, but, okay, I got you. But, but the, the, is his first Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So here's what I know about Patrick Mahomes. Going into Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes had played in two previous Super Bowls. He had thrown a grand total of two touchdown passes in those two Super Bowls against four interceptions. He was two touchdowns to four interceptions. And I kept saying, man, you're really overrating what he's done in the first two Super Bowls because in the very first one, which came in his, what, second year of starting? I guess it would have yeah. been his second year of starting, but it was his first Super Bowl. He actually played very poorly until about three and a half quarters were gone in the game. True. Because late in the third quarter, they're down 20 to 10. He throws a pathetic interception. Then Early in the fourth quarter, he doubles right down, throws an even worse interception, and they're still down 20 to 10. And Jimmy G, as in gag, could not capitalize on either of those interceptions. Jimmy G had the game in his hands, and he literally handed it back to Kansas right. City by in the fourth quarter going 3 of 11 for 36 yards with an interception and badly missed an Emmanuel Sanders who was running free at the goal line with a minute and a half left. Maybe Patrick could have come back from that. But, but again, we might be having a different conversation. Patrick was very fortunate to win the first but Super Skip, Bowl. Skip, how many times have we seen quarterbacks hand the, hand the game right back to Tom Brady? And we never did that. We've seen Tom Brady play bad. And as long as he plays good when it matters most and they win, we keep kudos. The from behind. Think about how bad he played against the Saints, but it didn't matter because he played good in the end. Think about how bad he played against the Rams, but it didn't matter because he played good in the end. He now, did. you use that against Patrick Mahomes. You said because he played bad early, everything that he did to come from behind in the 10-point win is disqualified because he put him in that situation. Well, what about Brady? Brady put them behind the eight ball against the Rams. He put them behind the eight well, ball against them. They weren't behind the eight ball. It was just a, it was a close, low-scoring game. Skip, they were behind two scores. They were behind two scores. Which, which game? The, the Rams this year. No, the oh, Rams, the Rams this, this year. year. I thought you meant in the No, Super no, Bowl. I'm just saying. Oh. But so what I'm saying, and, and plus the 10-point game, uh, and, and, and uh, they came back against Seattle. Tom threw a pick. Tom was playing okay, but bad. Okay, that was this year. He's 45 years old. Okay, I, I got it. No, I'm talking about the Super Bowl against okay. the Rams, the right. lead to the okay, boom. You keep going back and forth no, but, between no, this but year no, and but the I'm okay, saying, No, right. but what I'm saying yeah. is that when Tom Brady comes back, mm -hmm. we give him credit for coming back. You don't want Tom to get the ball. You better go ahead and put him away. Well, when, Tom, when Patrick Mahomes does the same thing, mm -hmm. you hold that against him. Okay. They were down 10 to the Legion of Boom, and he came back and threw 124 yards and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter of that game to bring them back from 10 down. Okay. Now let's go to Patrick's second Super Bowl, speaking of Tom Brady, because Patrick just flat out stunk from start to finish, and he wound up with no touchdowns and two picks, and he lost 31-9 to to Tom Brady. Yes. And he played – Way worse 
in that Super Bowl than Brady played in any of his 10 Super Bowls. Brady never played a, a bad Super Bowl. There, you, you can't show me one where you say, that was just, he just had a bad day in that one. He went 10 straight Skip. good days. Skip, the man, the man threw for 5,000 yards. The man had, had the number one scoring offense in the history of the NFL at the time and mustered 14 points. Against the, the Giants? Giants. Okay, but what did he do? With, with three minutes left, he starts, it was four minutes left, he starts to drive. He goes 80 yards for a touchdown, hits Randy Moss for six yards. That's what he always does. He, he won his first six Super Bowls with game-winning drives in the fourth quarter and overtime. He drives them down, and they go ahead 14 to 10. Yeah, it was a really good defense, okay. but he did what he always did. But, Skip, think about what you just said. He did what he always does, rally his team, and put them ahead. Patrick Mahomes did that in the Super Bowl against the 49ers, but you hold it against him. You said he played bad. He did what Tom did. He, unlike Tom, he won the game. Tom didn't win the game. Patrick did, but you're using that against him. I know, but Patrick tried to throw it to the 49ers twice. He gave it to him and gave it to him and said, beat me. Here, here, beat me. We're down 10. Make it 17. Okay, what, and if it goes to 17, you're not going to come back. Okay, but let me ask you this. Okay, Tom against the Falcons. Did he not throw that game away? Did he not play bad the first half? Yeah. And then in the fourth quarter in overtime, he See, threw for 246. Skip. Okay, Patrick okay. Mahomes in the second half was 13 or 14. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. So they are down, uh, what was it at halftime? 10. 10. They're down 10 at halftime. 24-14. Okay, so in the second half, he goes 13 of 14 for a grand total of 93 yards. He went from stunt pass dazzling in, in his pre, many of his, pre, his, super, uh, his MVP years. He went to dink and dunk. He went to what we talked about last week in Phoenix. I told you he needs to play more boring football, and you couldn't sort of comprehend it. I said, he's got to be boring. This was as boring a half of football as he's ever played in his career. Skip he just took what the defense gave him. Yes. Bink, 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 bink. I'll just take a little of that and a little of that. His two touchdown passes were four and five yards. Both of them completely busted coverage right. because they did reverse motion, yeah. where they would go in motion and go, go back. Yeah. And, no, and the Eagles are just lost, like, yeah. Really? You but, guys do that? But, Skip, if you look at him this year, Skip, mm -hmm. he lost the most dangerous receiver in, in football maybe ever. Okay. And so now the, 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 the situation where him throwing 50 and 60-yard touchdown passes aren't there because they don't have a guy with Tyreek's speed okay. and capabilities. All right. Yet, would you believe that Kansas City in the second half ran for 115 yards? That was what did, did in the, the Eagles. They're, they're just pounding them with, with Pacheco. I told you Pacheco would be the best running yeah. back on the field. Why, why he, was he that? He just yeah. ran angry all over because them. Because why was that? Because the defense was predicated on stopping Patrick Mahomes. So you're running into a light box. And okay. so Andy Reid saw that, says, okay, let's run them. Let's make them get dropped that safety down. And now we're going to have okay. some windows to work one-on-one. Okay. And the biggest play of the second half to me is a 65-yard punt return, the longest in Super Bowl history, that set up first and goal at the five. Uh, uh, you want to talk about a gift touchdown. Okay, you're benefiting from that. It's okay. not all Patrick. It, 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 if I look at, w would you believe that in Brady's first nine Super Bowls, in the fourth quarter alone, in the first nine, he averaged 100 yards passing. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Patrick in the whole second half had 93 total right. yards in the third and fourth quarters. Brady, in his first nine, averaged 100 yards just in the fourth quarters alone. Okay, let, can I ask you, what about this here? You do realize in Brady's first Super Bowl, he got a pick six from Ty Law, right?
okay? Yep. The biggest play in that come-from-behind win against Seattle, mm-hmm. it wasn't those touchdowns. It wasn't that 140 yards. What was it? It was a Malcolm Butler INT at the two-yard line. So well, I, what, I could argue against that because it, it takes 124 yards passing and two touchdowns against the Legion of Boone. So let me ask you a question. If Malcolm Butler doesn't make that play, yeah, that was does, the final does, play. Oh, does, does New England win that game if Malcolm Butler doesn't make that play? No. No, they do not. Does New England have any hope if Brady doesn't throw a party on the Legion of Boom uh, in the fourth quarter down you, 10? Let me ask you a question. Does, does the Kansas City Chiefs have any hope? of winning Super Bowl against the 49ers or winning that Super Bowl against the Eagles yep. if Patrick Mahomes is not Patrick Mahomes okay. in the fourth quarter. Okay, I got you. But here, just real quick, here's some fourth quarter totals, passing totals from Tom Brady in Super Bowls. Carolina, 136 in the fourth. Seattle, 124 in the fourth. Atlanta, 196 in the fourth. Philly, the game they lost, 101 in the fourth when he was thrown for a playoff record, 505. Yes, but skill. Brady could have won all 10 of his Super Bowls. He did his part to win, to go 10 and 0 in Super Bowls. But Skip, here's the thing, though. But when you talk about it, they didn't run the ball. It was throw, throw, throw. How many yards did they run for? That's did the uh, um, because remember in the fourth quarter it was a run by Williams that broke the game open against against the 49ers in their first Super Bowl win. Remember Williams went over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. You thought he should have been the MVP. Mm-hmm, I did. Pacheco and McKinnon in the fourth quarter running the football. So it wasn't just all passes like it is for Brady in those situations. Okay, and don't get me started on the game-ending phantom holding call that got called that that took Jalen out of the, skip, the skip, running skip, to have skip. the football back. You and I both you and I both know this. We've been around the game. You covered the game a lot longer than I have. There was going to be controversy regardless because if they don't throw the flag, what's going to be controversial? They didn't throw a flag when it was an obvious hole. They throw the flag and they say they shouldn't have thrown the flag. So there was no way of getting around the controversy. It was going to be controversy one way or the other. Mm. It all depends on which side of the controversy you're on that's going to work in your favor. I even saw former Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman yesterday saying that that should not have been called. Matt, Skip, we done seen, we done saw, we saw Chris Jones hit Tom Brady in the shoulder pass. And what did they call, Skip? Blow to the head and the man ain't touch his head. Mm. So don't get me so the, the Patriots have reaped benefits from call. The Patriots should never call. They got a dynasty started because of a bull job call. That's a they fact. should never. No New England Patriots should ever say anything about somebody got the benefit of the doubt because of a call. They should. Mm. <laughs> mm. The dynasty would have just started the next. No, year. it wasn't. Yes, we, it would we, we won't. We won't ever know. But I know they should. The, the New England Patriots are called. Mm. No, don't say anything, Skip. Mm. Well, I thoroughly look forward to this debate between Brady versus Mahomes being the goat raging for many years to come. Yes. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. 
from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. A big congratulations to both of the Eagles coordinators. They both got hired as head coaches this week. Defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. He is now head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Meanwhile, offensive coordinator Shane Steichen. He is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Skip, let's start with you on this one. What's your reaction to these hires? Shannon Sharp. When I heard yesterday that Jonathan Gannon had been named head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, I just shook my head. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. I hurt for Eric Bieniemy, but more important, I hurt for Steve Wilkes. Obviously, Arizona wanted to go defense because with Cliff Kingsbury, they were all offense all right. the time. Afterthought was defense. So let's go get the best defensive coordinator out there. Wait a second. The Eagles were way overrated on defense. I kept telling you going into the game, wait, the Eagles' defense – Gave up 40 points at Dallas to Dak Prescott Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. 40 points. And in the second half, they blew a 10-point lead. And they got toyed with by Andy Reid. They just got toyed with. They looked looked Mm ill-prepared. They they looked poorly coached in the Mm -hmm. second half on defense. Steve Wilkes was, for one year, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And they let him go. What are you doing? And then you just saw what he did at Carolina. They went on the best role of any team all year. They they had the best resurrection of any team under Steve Wilkes, and they did not retain him as the head coach. And guess where he went? Your man Kyle Shanahan, with probably a little advice from his father, said, Steve Wilkes? Because we just lost a really good coordinator because he's going to be the head coach down in Houston. But let's go get Steve Wilkes. Watch what Steve Wilkes does with the 49ers defense next year. It will be hellacious great. It, yes. it will be the best defense. I know the, the pieces are there. Right. But watch what he does. He'll take it up even a little right. higher level Those, as they get more experience. But you know what, Skip? Those same pieces were there in Dallas. And you see what Dan Quinn did with them yeah. as opposed to the previous? That's a very good point. So, look, the, the pipeline is leaking here. The system is broken on how this league identifies the next head coach candidate because – I'm looking at Jonathan Gannon. So he played at Louisville. He was a pretty good high school player, but he got hurt. And, and then Bobby Petrino was there. So Bobby gets the job in Atlanta. Didn't last very mm-hmm. long. And he took Jonathan Gannon with him as a quality control coach. Well, you know what quality control is. You're a gopher. You, you get donuts and coffee. coffee and you, and, back, you run up. Play, you, 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 you make sure to uh, uh, you get the, uh, the, the play card yes. uh, you, you laminated. A lot of, a lot of copying. Play, you copy them. Right. Yeah. Okay, you're doing all the yes. above. You're yeah. doing a lot of the, the grunt work. Yes, okay? yes. So he's quality control, and he's there, and then Petrino's gone, and he's kind of out of football for a year, and then he gets hired as a scout with the Rams, and he was a scout for a while with the Titans, and he keeps bouncing around, and he's always quality control. He was still quality control. He was the assistant DB coach in Minnesota, 
and quality control all the way up to 2017. That wasn't that long ago. He's still doing quality control in Minnesota as the assistant defensive backs coach. Yeah. And then he goes to Indy, and for a couple of years, he was also the defensive backs coach. And Frank Reich recommends him to Philly, obviously. And so they hire him. So for two years, he was the defensive coordinator in Philadelphia. And he proved exactly what. What did he do to qualify to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Well, I always tell you, with all these coordinators, there's nothing that they really do that equates to what it well, requires to, to, uh, to run the whole football team. You said what did he do? Well, he was born to parents that had less okay, melanin in their skin than right. Steve Wilk, okay, Raheem funny. Morris. And Raheem sitting out there. And by the way, for those who have forgotten, once upon a time, it was back, uh, what was it, like 2006 or seven. He, he, he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. and they had a 10-6 and six year. Yes. And then there was something, some issues internally. I don't know what happened, but I always liked him as a head coach, and, and I would give him a shot what, as a defensive-minded head coach. What, what about the job that he did last year taking the Rams? He actually won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Skip, Bowl. Think about this here. Jonathan Gannon yep. was not on the, uh, uh, the Cardinals' radar until he interviewed on Monday and got the job Monday evening. Now, how is that going to go over with Kyler Murray? Now, Kyler Murray, now you're going to have to come up with somebody with a system that fits a 5'9.5", 5'10 quarterback that's coming off an ACL injury. Yep. It's clear to me that Jonathan Gannon just hit it off with Michael Bidwell. That's what happened. You go out to eat, and you, you start talking. You have a lot in common, and, you, and Michael Bidwell starts saying, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I could, I, I'd like to hang with this yeah. guy, right? Yeah. I'd like to have dinner with this guy every Friday night or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Yes. That's how you get hired. But, but there's nothing that a lot of coordinators do to, to earn the right to be named a head coach. What about Leslie Frazier? Mm-hmm. Look at yep. the job that he's done in Buffalo yep. the last two, three years. Yep. But see, the problem that I have, Skip, when black coaches are hot, they rarely get a chance to get a job. D'Amico Ryan's with the exception this year. But look at what Jonathan Gannon, one year, boom, got a job. Steichen, goop, got a job. Yeah. Byron Leftwich was hot last year. When Byron Leftwich team won the Super Bowl, he ain't getting no interviews. No. The next year, uh, uh, they make the playoffs. Uh, he turned down the job. That's on him. It was. He got an opportunity. He turned down the job. Raheem Morris, hottest fish grease. Look at that defense last year, Skip. Oof. Ain't got no job. Jonathan Gavin had two years. A lot of people believe the Eagles defense was overrated. It sure looked overrated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it just did. You led the league in sacks, and you came close to sacking Patrick Mahomes like once you tripped once, him up. Like once. Yeah. So that, that's, Skip, I, I just, I, it's just frustrating. And Skip, look. You and I are one of the few shows that we take it every time that we get an opportunity, we talk about it. But sometimes, Skip, it's falling on deaf ears. They're going to hire who they want. This man, Skip, the man did not get interviewed till Monday. And they, he got the job on Monday afternoon. Nor did they say, you know what, we interviewed him. He's going to get called back for a second interview. Or he's going to get called back for a third interview. This man hit, so you tell me this man hit it out the park with one interview? One. Apparently. Man, this is embarrassing. And his credentials are what exactly? Help me out. They are what? It's, just, it's that no matter what, it's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be well. Raheem Morris, well, you know, we, well, you know, but, you know, look at what he has. He has Aaron Donald. Hell, Bill Belichick got a job, head coach job. He had LT. He had the greatest defensive player. He did. That didn't hold him back. Yep. How many guys have gotten jobs that coach Tom Brady? Ain't nobody that he coached Tom Brady. We find out later it's more Tom Brady than your play calling. Mm-hmm. How many guys got jobs because of Brent Favre? Mm. 
The every, Skip, everybody in Green Bay that was a coordinator or receiver coach got a job. They did. Every last one of them. Yeah. It's just like the defensive guys that got jobs at Baltimore because of Ray Lewis. Mm. Okay, you're going to have great players. You like to have great players. The more of them you have, the better your chances are. But it seems like that they use every, Oh, well, Raheem, how good is he? He does have Aaron Donald now. Mm. Oh, well, how good is uh, uh, Byron Leffert? He does have Tom Brady. Well, you ain't asked that about Charlie Weiss. Mm. You ain't asked that about Bill O'Brien. No, you, you didn't did. ask that. You didn't ask that about Josh McDaniels. You did not. Because all I know is that when they got places and they didn't have Tom, <sighs> how they look. Help me out here. Raheem Morris, would he not have a better shot at connecting with Kyler? Because the head coach needs to reconnect yeah, with absolutely, him, right? absolutely. Would he not have a better shot? Yeah. Because Raheem's – he has a real charisma level to him. Have you been around yes, him at all? Okay. I know him a little bit. He's, he's got a cool factor mm-hmm. to him. I just know that, that his ability to communicate with that quarterback, even though he's a defensive guy, you need to have a connection with that Absolutely. quarterback. Absolutely. That's, that's the most important. That's, yeah. that's the marriage. That's, that's the husband and wife or whatever you want to do. That's the relationship. That that's the it. most important. Skip, they said that Kyler Murray would have a say. And hiring of the next head coach. Ain't no way in hell they ran this by Kyler Murray. A defensive-minded guy <laughs> with an offense. With, with a, with a, I mean, that's, that's laughable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He better have a say in, in who the coordinator yeah. is. Because the coordinator is going to be now everything to everything. this franchise. Yes. It's, it's going to come down to who, who do you pick. Because you better let Kyler bless that. Yes. You're, you're going to have a problem. I don't have no problem with Steichen getting a head coach, yeah. head coaching job, Skip. You look at what he's done. Now, we, like you said, we don't know what type of guy. We never know. I mean, a lot of coordinators get jobs and they fail. They're better at coordinators than head coach. Um, but you look at the job that he did uh, for two years. But Byron Leftwich did a job just as good for two I agree. years. I there, agree. But it's just it's frustrating. We 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 not get. To... Yeah, but but Shane Steichen, I hear from people around the league that that they like him. They think he's got a, a little bit of of mental charisma where they like some of the things that right. he has created yes. for Jalen. He yes. he built yes. an offense that really worked for yes. Jalen. Now yes. Jalen took it up five right. levels. But well, you I'm looking at the Colts offense. They were 30th in scoring, 17 yep. points a game, 27th in QBR, under 37, 30th in yards per play. Well, you better get a quarterback. I, ain't none of them got – you prove your, uh, uh, Matt Ryan, it's over for him. Uh, the guy that they got in Texas, he can't, he can't play dead in a, in, a, in a horror movie. Davis Mills. Yeah, yep. the, no, the, no, oh, the, the oh, one that, that, that the Colts. He's from the uh, University of Texas. Oh, 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 Erling. Uh, Ellinger. Ellinger, yes, yes, yes. Sam Ellinger. Mm-hmm. He couldn't play there in the hard moves. No. They, 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 so what you going to do? You better get your quarterback. And you better develop a scheme. That, not develop a scheme. What did he do? What mm. does this quarterback do well mm. and develop a scheme around that? Not your scheme. So yep. I'll give him credit. He put Jalen Hurts in a great situation. And Jalen Hurts came out here to L.A. and worked with Tom House. And his arms surpassed his legs. It did. But. It has to. This situation in Arizona. Yep. They could miss me all the way with all of that. Just dumbfounding. What are you thinking? Good. If they don't win, if they don't win ten games in the next four years, mm. I'm not sure that's here. Mm. Let's go 49ers. Let's go Rams. Who else in that division? Seattle. Yeah, 49ers. Beat the brakes off them. Watch what the 49ers do. Good. In Arizona. Good. I'm sorry, Kyler, but uh. <clears throat> mm. It is a very tough division, that's for sure, gentlemen. We'll wait to see a few more of these holes get filled in across the NFL in the next few days.